Hi, I'm Madeline. And I'm Rickard. We're from the band Elaine. You're watching CMS TV. And we are back right here on Chris Aiken Presents. That, of course, was Cave, brand new band with a singer that most of us know. I don't think you know him, Eric, but uh, well, you might, I think you do know him, actually. I was going to say, I think you do know. I'm thinking about it. Let's bring him to the stage here. Mr. Ronnie Monroe. Hello, sir. Hey, guys. I finally made it. <laughs> you are here, dude. <laughs> well, welcome. You, Thank you. Yeah, the last two were mulligans. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Well, dude, first of all, obviously, welcome to uh, Chris Aiken Presents. We're certainly happy to have you, man. And um, got a lot to talk about. You are uh, you are once again very, very busy, which is which is good. So let's yeah. let's let's start with the band that we just uh, played. Played a little bit of uh, new music from Cave. It's that single um, "Hero" is not out y- or is out yet, but the album is not. So. Why don't we start there? Kind of catch us up with what's going on with Cave and how it came to be. Okay. Well, I uh, was approached by those guys a couple years ago, actually. Okay. And, uh, asked if uh, I wanted to do a record with them, basically. And uh, so I said, sure, maybe send me some stuff. And after they sent me maybe two or three tracks, I was instantly like, okay, just all the elements and styles of the kind of metal and hard rock that I like and progressive all mixed into one. So it was pretty intriguing to me. And uh, so I demoed one song, sent them like I usually do. I'll do like a, a verse, a bridge and a chorus. Right. Do a, do a harmony, whatever, and then send it over to them and say, okay, what do you think of this? And they came back the next day with, you know, we basically they wanted me to do the record. So we, okay. negoti- we negotiated it and then uh, started doing it. Then I flew over there uh, about eight months ago, I think it now, was. Now, where is over there? St- uh, Stuttgart, Germany. Okay. All those guys are from over there. Okay. And uh, one of the guys is a guitar player in Ivanhoe, which is a very long-running German progressive sure. metal band. Uh, Streets. So uh, Chinchilla, our bass player, was in, which I met him doing a tsunami relief thing with Metal Church years ago. Right. He's got a great tone, that guy. I was just listening on there. The tone of the bass was really good. Uh, Dude, he's a monster. Yeah, he's a monster. And he's actually right there on the top of guys I've played with before. He he knows where to put things. Mm -hmm. You you got those certain guys that are just like everywhere. Well, does this work? This guy knows when it's time to put something in. It's pretty good, man. Very good. caught my ear right away. I was like, oh, there's a solid sound of bass right there. Cool, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, a lot of these songs, these guys, I guess, have had, you know, for quite a while. And uh, it was good because, you know, they had a few songs that already were done lyrically, but then the majority um, they put on me, which I love, uh, you know, so I could get something, some of my voices out of my head on paper. And uh, so that video is out. Um, we're going to be signing with a, a label coming up. I can't say anything about that right now, but uh, okay. it's a good start for sure. Cave. And to be honest, these guys I'm going to I want to stick with because I'm a founding member as well. Okay, and that's really big to me because I got to be honest. I'm hey, my past is my past. It's what got me where I'm at. 
but I've been the second, the third, the 15th singer <laughs> right? In, in these bands I've been in. And, and, you know, it's, and I've done solo records and which I like to do, but you know, I'd rather be in an actual band and have everybody else around creating together. And that's what we had with, with cave. So I've got all the elements that I've always wanted. Um, you know, they're a bunch of knuckleheads just like I am. You know, we, we get together and other than me, you know, having to sit there and go, are you guys talking shit about me? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm the only one that doesn't speak German. But, you know, it's a, it's a, a good situation and I'm right. happy about it. Right on, man. Well, dude, you mentioned the other bands um, and we don't have to go into all the old ones, but um, the most recent um, things that, that you had done was... Um, Ronnie Monroe's Thunder, and um, and of course, uh, what was the one Between Worlds? Yeah, are those done? Um, yeah, the Monroe. Okay, those were one-offs. Okay, the okay. Monroe's, the Monroe's Thunder thing was something that I started years ago with my late wife, right? And she was the one that kind of put that together and spearheaded it. And then you know the past, all that mm -hmm. stuff happened. And I made a promise. One, well, I made a few promises. And one of the promises I made to her was to make sure that record got put out. Sure. Because everybody worked really hard on it. She worked really hard on it. And so I was able to find uh, John Marchuka from RFL. And he was good enough to put it out. And uh, so it's got to see the light of day. And there might be a reissue someday. Um, but for now, I think that's done because I did what I needed to do. Okay. And... Um, yeah, and the other thing uh, between worlds that was a Frontiers record deal, right? <laughs> which was awesome, you know. But you know they have a lot of projects on that label, sure. and uh, but Alessandro Davecchio approached me, and you know Alessandro's a, a godlike creature, <laughs> uh, right? He's uh, he's pretty, and he's a very good human being as well, from sure. what I know. So uh, it was an honor that he wanted to work with me, and so we did that, and so that was a one-off. Okay. And now, like I said, I've got Cave, and then I'm sure you'll ask me about, you know, other things that's coming up. Well, that that was right where I was going. Um, <laughs> you know, the uh, the other piece, which is, um, I'm thrilled that you're doing it. I'm almost in a way sad that you and every other musician kind of gets led down this path a little bit these days. But um, you're doing this, um, the Holy Dio Dio tribute, which is, yeah. you know, with your voice is awesome. But I, at, at the you. same and at, at the same time, you know, I do have the trepidation only because nobody's buying enough music, original music now, where you guys can go out and just truly explore your creativity in order to make the bills. You are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it's been that way for a while. And yeah, like I said with these other bit cave, we're, we're no matter what I've done over the years, it doesn't mean shit. Right. We're a new band and we still have to fight and all that, which I still dig. Cause I mean, that's, that's the part of it. That's why I hate American Idol and the voice of crap, mm -hmm. you know, cause get in a van, you know, I dare you for six weeks, you know, eating cereal and ham sandwiches. I <laughs> mean, no bread, just ham in your fucking hand. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, pardon my, that's friend. a hand sandwich. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> We, we'd have the little boxes of cereal and we'd have to go into the AMP or the 7-Eleven and steal little things of creamer. So, right. you know, 
I mean, look, that's what you do when you're, you know, trying to be that rock star and get to the next level. And sure. I'm done doing that. <laughs> you know, I did get back out there. I, I, I needed to do that to get back out um, five weeks in the States, five weeks over in Europe recently. Right. And it was great, great band, this and that. But I got to be honest, I was like, I'm not going to do this again. Unless, of course, you know, Bruce decides to take a vacation or, <laughs> you know, and some major huge right. somebody approached me. That would be the only way that I would actually do that. But right I'm on. comfortable where I'm at finally. And now to the Holy Dio thing to ex explain that. Um, sure. It is. Uh, well, I'm not going to say sad, but in a way it, it is because, yes, a lot of us have to do it. Joey Belladonna is doing it. The yeah, journey journey. Thing, and he does a great job, by the way. And um sure. It's a known fact that I was a drummer before I became a singer. Right. I told this in my first interview with you, mm -hmm. actually, from the very start, that I was playing drums. Man on the Silver Mountain came on the radio. I was like, who the hell is that singing? Right. I, I took the headphones off. I, I live in Seattle. It was KSW, Seattle's best rock. Okay. I ran down and called the station, and I'm like, who, that, who, uh, who was that? And they're like, it was Rainbow. And I'm like, no, no. Who was the voice? Right. And I'm like 16. Yeah, and they're like, that's Ronnie James Dio. So instantly, of course, then no internet. I had to get on a bus and go to the freaking mall, <laughs> like, right. which was cool, and go into Tower Records or wherever it was. And, mm -hmm. and discover and look at the stuff, read the notes, get Hit Parader, Kerrang, and all of that stuff, man. And, you know, we're all from the old school here. Yeah, right. and, absolutely. Um, there's no mystique left. But um, um, so I always wanted to do it. But I wanted to make sure I had, of course, the right people, the right musicians. And if I was going to do it, I wanted to get as close to you know, have a keyboard player and have the same kind of guys, you know, not, not, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Dio, that Dio yeah. had as his lineup. Uh, well, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, just guys that uh, are that know the stuff. And, and, and I'm fortunate because these guys that I have, at least, here in new england in rhode island are uh they were already in a, a dio tribute a few years ago called holy diver okay and they've even went to i guess they even went to new zealand and did wow. some other stuff traveling doing this so they know all the stuff you know so it's that really helps a lot too even though we are rehearsing and sure. we will debut here in new england at the vault in mass on uh, january 27th Okay. Wow. Which is a cool. pretty freaking uh, good gig to start out with. Sure. Yeah. Now, so, what do you, you know, hope to do, what do you hope to do with this, Ronnie? Do you hope to just well, keep it? I mean, are you going to keep it on that coast or in New England, no. or are you planning on taking it around the country and around the world, well, or what? <laughs> well, the sky is the limit. We want to start small, of course, and see how it does. But it's something I would like to do for the next few years if I could. I mean, who doesn't love Deal? Well, yeah. That? And I do have musicians in other states, like four different states, that I've got guys that are putting things together. And so, yeah, um, if it gets to that point, I'd love to go over to Europe with that. But, you know, Cave, let's hope that that takes off the way that we want it to. We're already starting to write the next record, which is okay. good. I was just sent some stuff yesterday, actually, and it sounds great. So I'm going to start writing lyrics here. 
we're moving right now in the process. So that's why right. the walls are kind of blank there in the background. <laughs> I had to throw up a couple posters to so remember <laughs> who the hell I was. So you could look cool. <laughs> yeah, trying, man. I'm trying my best. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's all good, man. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. And, and, and cave and just stick with that. Like I said, I'm, if, if I can find something again that I can go out and actually be halfway comfortable sure, and right. not freeze in the backseat of a van, catching a cold and, and just all the other stuff that comes with it. I know a lot of guys would be like, what dude, you're a puss. You know, blah, blah. Well, no, you did your time, dude. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I just turned, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And I just turned 58 a couple days ago and I'm like, you know, I've done a lot of stuff and I'm still doing some cool stuff. But I'm at that point now where the, Eric just said, there's got to be a little bit of comfort. Mm. You know, well, yeah. The, the being 25 and, you know, and just going out and suffering through a tour. Sure. I'm, I'm done with that. No. Yeah. The, the days of the days of and it's it's crazy because like in today's world, and I don't think enough people even realize that, but even if you did it the exact same way you did when you were 20 years old and you guys can both talk on this. Yeah. If you did it the exact same way you did when you were in your 20s, getting in a minivan, gassing up, going to the next town, eating one bologna sandwich every two days because that's all you could afford. Yeah. You can't do that today because it costs $4 a gallon or more for gas. And it costs a hundred and a half for a hotel room if you decide to stay in a hotel room on the one day off that you have during the week. I mean, it's, it's priced itself out of being a brand new band now. And exactly. And even for the older bands, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of big, big bands, I mean, they have to go, they're on a budget as well. You know, I'm not, not Metallica. Of course, no, but, well, even well, them, I'll know, bet they're on a budget. I'll bet you they are on a budget. You know what I'm saying though? You hit on yeah. a good thing there because it's almost like, you have to be the bigger, bigger band to be able to go out in comfort. Yeah. Or you have to adjust to be in weekend warriors or, mm -hmm. or or whatever it is, whatever adjustments you can make to still be on the road. Because let's face it, we're musicians. Yeah. I, I I love, I mean, I, I hate the road. I don't hate the road. I love the road. Sure. I, I love being there, but also I need to sleep. You need your own hotel room. You're a singer. You need to. You yeah. need your rest and sleep. You're the most important guy that needs to sleep. Well, there you go. And I, yeah, I mean, I should, and also to take care of yourself and all that. And a lot of times on the road, you know, uh, you do things that you shouldn't do, right? A little too, a little too much of, and and stuff. But that finally, I finally got that after these last tours and all that, getting in a better place in my life, and all that. And that's what it's come down to is like you finally reach a point. Most of us. That is mm -hmm. when you start to kind of go, all right, what's the most important things? Yeah. Because you still want to keep doing this and I'll never stop until I have to. I mean, I'm right. not going to go out and completely embarrass myself and, and keep right. doing it like certain guys that are still singing or trying to sing. Right. I don't, and I won't name anybody, you know, but uh, at God bless them. They're still out there doing it, but I, I just don't want to go out like that. Right. It's harder wow. in metal, I think, for metal guys to, to continue yeah. where maybe some of the uh, pop stars were able to stay doing their thing, you know, through their 70s or 80s to like yell or scream or have some that, that metal thing going on. It's just there is a cutoff kind of on age to pull it off. You know, it seems like. Well, you know, a lot of guys get kind of um, 
and thank God, knock on table, I haven't yet, I don't think, but they get what we call the warble. Effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of, uh, yeah, kind of ending notes like that and, and this and that. But the thing is, uh, I was always taught, of course, vocal cords are strands of muscle. They're muscle strands to begin mm -hmm. with. And if you do keep them in shape, you should be okay. But age with age comes breakdown. Right. No, you're so right. I, I'm, I'm actually, I got to count my lucky stars. I'm very fortunate as I'm still able to sing at a pretty high level. I'm, you know, definitely that makes me, ha that makes me happy. <laughs> and any rasp, any rasp that you have, I love it. You know, it's like a deep oh, purple thanks, kind man. of thing going on that I dig. So, oh, thanks, bro. You know, I just, I've, I've come from the influence of all of that stuff. Sure. Right? You know, 70s Motown. Mm -hmm. You know, Dio, of course, Ian Gillen, David Byron from Uriah Heep. You know, just all basically when I was growing up, anybody that could sing and, you know, really write a good tune is who I listened to. Right on. So it was kind of broad. I never was a narrow kind of minded person. You know, country never struck a nerve with me. But, you know, this day and age, <laughs> country's kind of more like southern rock. Rock. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I can, t I can take some of it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you say that now, but if I see you on a stage with a big stupid hat and a guitar, <laughs> an acoustic guitar, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're ever going to witness that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, dude, obviously, you know, the other thing that we're, we're not really talking about it, but it is a definite change now. At, at least in my mind, Eric, you could probably speak on this too, because you see a lot of bands in front of you guys with Stephen Piercy. I don't think new bands are broken in front of classic bands anymore. I just don't think that a new band, I don't think the way, the way in the old days was you played a club for 30 people and then you went to the next club for 30 people. And then hopefully when you came back, there was 35, you know, I mean, there, that was the old way. I don't see that now. I, when I go to shows, a lot of times you could tell who bought on. It's always a buy on and Very it's, buy. And, and I, you know, I will name names and not, not in a negative way. Cause I know they're out there hustling, but I always watch because Mariah is my friend, that band plush, and they have been on every big tour you can think of in the last year and a half as a new band, Allison chains slash seven dust, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, like wow. big tour after big tour after big tour. Mm -hmm. And it ain't broke them. You know, it, it's it's a different environment than yeah. in the old days where if you got that one tour with, if you got a tour with Alice in Chains 30 years ago, it was a given that 500,000 people were going to buy your record because they saw you with Alice in Chains yeah, right. and it's different now. So how there do you buy on there's, there's, there's the, the buy on the tour thing that you, you alluded to. And it seems uh -huh. to me what I'm kind of witnessing now is more of like a digital buy on where, they're paying to have their new music show up in these people's Facebook streams every yeah, day. or playlists or whatever. Or yeah. Playlist. Right. So they're not really leaving their town. They're, they're, they're just creating this content to be advertised. They're paying for it. I mean, just like you would pay to buy onto a tour, it's actually makes more sense to invest in that, to let, let people sure. see it digitally on their phones. And then like what one band comes to mind that I, they might be from sweden or something it's a it's a guy singer guitar player and a girl drummer and they do heavy covers of of uh bands uh 
have you heard, have you seen? I don't two? know who you're talking I about, but I get it. I, I certainly get it. But yeah. they were showing up and everything and everything and everything for like a year and a half. And then now I see them actually going and doing a club run. Okay. After having a, yeah. a, a, a gotten all these views and sure. whatever streams. Right. Well, it's a, it's a yeah. different environment. And I, and I guess where I was going with this is obviously with cave, with you guys being in separate parts of the world, is that the direction that you're going to try to get into is to find your way into people's playlists and find your way digitally and, you know, yeah. do it that way. Well, um, all I can say on that is, is we've got a great team of people okay. right? and our bass player, uh, also has a big hand in all of that. I mean, he does all of our, you know, social media and he's the one that that was his job. And again, he's done a, so far a really good job of it. I don't know if he's finding us in, you know, getting us in playlist or espionage or whatever. The hell. Right. Hacking <laughs> in everyone's playlist as we speak. Attacking. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, uh, he's, he's doing a great job. So that is on them. And uh, I just, I write the lyrics and sing and just try to keep my, my sites going and pushing it. You know, we did pretty good, man. We got 70,000 streams in like 10 days. Yeah, that's wow. good. On that, you know, it's not huge, but that, that was pretty damn good. So um, more than we expected at the very beginning. But so we got another video that will be coming out. I'm not exactly sure when I would imagine within the next couple months. Okay. Yeah. And that was cool. We shot two when I went there. I was there for about 15 days, I believe. We did the record and Chris has a good studio there. And uh, one thing I got to do with them is uh, I've always kind of, produced myself in the vocal booth sure uh you know vanderhoof he he produced me but he was more on the music side of it right and, and things like that so he kind of gave me a, a lot of freedom but you know this guy was like as he calls it the whipping chamber <laughs> right so we had to joke about that you know because there was and he worked me you will it sing it again <laughs> just, <laughs> you'll do it now schnell <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean he's he's a good engineer, a, a good producer, um, great guy, and uh, so and I think out of this, I'm I'm happy with the performance, which I don't think I've ever s said that because with anything yeah. I've ever every record I've ever done, I've not really listened to it much. Um, that's just me. Um, mm -hmm. But with this one, I couldn't, I'm like because I actually finally it was me. I wasn't being asked to do to sound like anybody else. Or, you know, it was like, do what you do. Right. So I think I was the most free that I've been on any record. Between Worlds was like that as well. But this one here was even more like that. The gravel, the the soft stuff. And I like showing that. Some of the metalheads would be kind of like, because there's a ballad on there called Father. But it's a very touching ballad. It was sure. written about our guitar player's daughter who had brain cancer as a baby. And wow. she beat it cool and so it's a very emotional song and and stuff and uh so i know some of the metalheads would be like like what the hell are you doing you know you know but i don't care to be honest i it's it's music it spoke to me sure and so if i sing like a you know a little flower uh, at times well i am delicate i am a delicate flower okay? <laughs> well and, and you, you know what the weird thing is dude is people but i'm a metalhead too man oh well, yeah ah! but, 
but the weird thing is, is that when people know you from one place, which in your world is obviously metal church, that's, you know, it's the first place you're always going to be referenced to, no matter what happens, you're always going to be referenced to that. And I have no problem with that. Why would you? It's a great band. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Great band. Great records. Best time of our life. And that launched me into the the next uh, level. Sure. Forever be grateful for that. But at the same time, those fans... They don't have any ballads by any of their singers to really look at and go, you know, their ballads are God's of wrath, which is still, you know, it's still, it's still screaming (laughs) where, where you as a, you as a creative person, this is all creative people. You all have that other side. Every one of us can name a yacht rock song that we like, and we're not supposed to because we're metal guys. And God forbid you say, "Yeah, I like um, All Out of Love" by Air Supply or something. Then you're, you know, awful. I'm gonna but, go with Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, Gordon Lightfoot, Carefree Highway, all day long. I'm, dude, I'm all about the yacht rock. I don't, but I don't have to wear. I don't have to show my metal card. I'm not in a band. You guys, you guys all have to prove it every night. <laughs> you know, wow. the minute you say that you like, um, I don't know, in sync or something, it, it's, it's <laughs> the minute you say that all of a sudden it's like, how can I listen to this guy? He likes in sync. Uh, well, my the whole metal cred, that ship has sailed now after what I just said. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I didn't say you liked in sync or I said it. You didn't say it. <laughs> Okay. Nice. Well, dude, I did want to ask you one that's really, I'm going to delicately ask it. I'm going to ask you to delicately answer it because I don't want to cause a problem, but it's a curiosity question that I have. You obviously did some time in TSO, you know, and I watched TSO. I'm sure it is. is Arguably, I'm going to say it show-wise it rivals the biggest tours in the world with the monstrous lights and the big stage and the presentation i mean it's a huge production i've seen it a bunch of times my question is and again i want you to answer it delicately i don't want you to pull out your checks or your you know you know (laughs) and tell me exact numbers but well well i'm sure not but i see all these guys and it's a lot of guys now with two different touring versions of it you know it's upwards of 30 musicians that all put their careers on hold every year from end of october till january to do this and my question is is it is it for the exposure or is the value of doing it do you make enough money where you literally can make i don't know a year's worth of money for those two months to, that it's worth putting your career on hold to do? Well, right off the bat, I would say that uh, it's a great organization and they treat their their people very well. Sure. So that's one reason. And the core guys, the core people that have been there from the start, I, of course, do not know or not privy to what they made, but I know they, I don't know if they make enough for a whole year to live on, but they do pretty damn well. Sure. And for me, it was different because, see, once you're like, from what I understand, once you're on one of the records mm-hmm. and you're recorded with them, then that's kind of like you're a mainstay. Okay. Until you don't want to be any longer. I never got to do that. I just right. did the two tours, which, again, was a great honor. 
um, and a privilege to actually be part of that. To get up, sings, you know, in front of sold out coliseums, you can't go wrong with that. Right on. You know, but with the core people, I, you know, again, I'm sure they do quite well. And again, they treat, they're treated well. And just the way the show is yeah. itself, it's, it's, it's spectacular to be part of it. Sure. But you're not doing, and I'm going to throw a number that's an obvious lowball number out here, but you'll yeah. get my drift. You're not doing it for a hundred bucks a gig. No. Okay. That, that's scale, the, I would imagine there's a scale, basic scale. Well, yeah. 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 There is with it. Yeah. Cause that's a, a, like I said, it's an organization and they have their levels, but like the core people that have been there, Caffrey and, and Johnny Middleton and, 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 whatnot, and yeah. Jeff plate and, and sure. all, all of those guys, Al, um, you know, and some of the girls too, they were there from the start, I believe. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, they of course they're going to make more. Sure, right on. But uh, I did well with that, and again, it was a, a great experience. But you know, things changed in my life. Um, at that time, I had met the late wife. After right. That then they did ask me to audition for another tune, and I kind of removed myself for those reasons. Sure. So, right on. Probably I mean shouldn't have, but. <laughs> you know, it, it was, right. like i said it was a great experience right. but, it, but it is a lot of politics as well sure like with right. any anything right you know? a lot of dedication too to the to do that what's that a lot of dedication oh yeah De oh, definitely uh, yeah i mean there's some guys in there that you know i got a point i'll point out one joel hoekstra oh yeah mm -hmm. i mean joel's fantastic Mm -hmm. I mean, they call him even Caffrey when he introduced him, the hardest working guy in showbiz. I mean, mm -hmm. he gets out there and I just, <laughs> and I just remember Joe going in, uh, I see him in, in the cafeteria, wherever it was in catering and the guy's eating broccoli with hot sauce on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, okay. But that's staying healthy and giving him energy to it. And then he'd be the one guy that would always be walking around with his practice guitar on. Okay. All the time. Right. So that guy loves to play. And I dig that. I mean, that's sure. really, that was really cool to see. And plus he's just a nice guy, man. He's been on a couple of my records, done me a couple favors with that as well. So I'll, I'll, I'll forever be indebted to Joe as well. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. Joel's a, he's an incredible player too. He does not get near enough, you know, because I mean, come on, be playing with Cher and, TSO white snake and, and white snake and yeah. he was with night ranger when i played with them when i did the old city bar with them sure that was before the white snake days so yeah i mean he's, he's one of the guys that i uh, i look at and just go wow you know good for him yeah absolutely nice mm -hmm. well dude well, um, and eric as well real quick too because eric we talked about this the first time you were with steven on that american right. metal blast tour that's right when that's we right. met in 2005 yes sir yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was that was what you guys it was Metal Church, Stephen and Wasp. Yes. And and L.A. Guns. And L.A. That's Guns. Right. That's right. Yeah, with Steve Riley, he was still around then. You know. Rest in peace. And Phil. That's yeah. Right. Rest in peace. Exactly. What I remember so, yeah. most, I remember when you guys brought that tour here to Cleveland to Peabody's. I certainly remember it was at Peabody's, and I Wasp was the headliner. I think correct. Yes. Is that right? Oh, yeah. And what I remember most is it's one of the few I can say that I walked out on a headliner that I love without ever seeing a note because they went on at like quarter of two in the AM on like a Wednesday or something. Huh. 
It was one of those that the show started late because there was something going on and maybe logistically every, the travels getting in there. Maybe we, yeah, it just was, it just went late there. and it, it got Steven finished and it was like one thirty or something on a, on a school <laughs> night. And I was like, I was like, Nope, not for me. School night. <laughs> <laughs> what school are you i don't, I don't remember that, uh, that i remember it was a late late well ronnie i think that's the show i actually met you isn't it uh, well i think so because didn't we do that round yeah that's what we did round table interview <laughs> where we sat eric i gotta tell this story real quick and i know i tell it every time me and ronnie do do anything together we we organized to have metal church do a takeover show at a classic metal show okay. and um when what we ended up doing was we got put in this little office and it was literally a little office about the size of a closet. And they gave us one, like it was, it was like a desk and we set one microphone, which is all I had at the time up on the desk. And I was asking questions and then we were passing the microphone around. Like it was a joint, you know, I was like, okay, so tell us about the tour, Ronnie, whoosh, Kirk, whoosh. You know, we're passing the past the mic, and we did that for what an hour. <laughs> I think it was that long. Yeah. It was a long time, but <laughs> you do what you got to do to make it to make it work. Sometimes in rock those, and roll, those were the days. Yes, they were <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, Ronnie, what is the um? You know, we're obviously winding down the year, and we'll wind this up by um. What is the kind of game plan here? Because I'm assuming everything for kicks off for real for you in January. You know, what, what, what does it look like for you as far as, um, as Holy Dio as well as cave? Okay. Well, Holy Dio, I'm doing a show with the guys in Virginia on December 9th. That will be my actual first show. So that's the guys in Virginia. Okay. At, at another round bar it's called, I believe in Springfield. Um, and then, uh, cave, Oh, actually, no. And then my first Holy Dio show with the guys here in New England will be at the vault, of course. Right. With uh, and that's kind of the big debut, sure, so to speak, on January 27th. And then I'm slated to go back over to Germany in March uh, because we, uh, I guess, we're co-headlining a sold-out show already. Okay, but it's a benefit, of some right? Sort. Six, seven hundred people. Cool. So that'll be cool. And while I'm there, we're going to shoot another two videos i believe okay and also probably uh record one or two songs um uh while i'm there for the next record just to keep the ball rolling to have something to release down the road sure you know you know how it goes you gotta yep. keep oh, yeah. the strike while the iron is hot if the iron is hot that's right <laughs> nice <laughs> well ronnie where do, where do we tell people to go to keep up with you and cave and all that stuff Okay. Well, on, on Cave, you go to their website, caveband.com, and we have merch already, some really cool stuff. See the Cave hat? Yeah, cool. Sweatshirts, shirts, all kinds of cool stuff, actually. Um, and so, yeah, caveband.com. We're on Facebook. Then you got RonnieMonroe.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. You can Google me, go on YouTube. You know, I've been doing this for, you know, a couple days now, so <laughs> you should be able to find me right? just, just about everywhere. You That's know, right. Ex except for jail. <laughs> well, there's still time. There's yeah. still time. <laughs> there it is. I, you know, I'm hoping one day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> then I'll have street cred. 
There, there you go. Exactly. Then you'll sell a lot of records. <laughs> you'll have to start rapping, but you'll sell a lot of records. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a face tattoo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. Well, one more time, the band is Cave. We're going to wrap up with another piece of the song Hero from Cave. So, uh, Ronnie, as always, man, it's great talking to you and great having you here on Chris Aker Presents. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. You guys take care. Bye, Ronnie. Right. Cheers. Get caught!